Um, this might be off the books, but you know how many times that that gets said and it just stays <laughs> on the books. This tastes very much like when we tasted Aslan's new saison. That was the the Justice Temple on yeah. their aged, mm. yeah. yeah, aged Brett beers. No, oh, that's definitely going on the podcast, man. You're crazy. That's beautiful. Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. What's up, craft beer fans? Welcome to our show, where we talk about anything craft beer with a heavy emphasis on tasting the beer. My name is Jesse Nelson, and as always, I'm here with my good friend, business partner, and fellow craft beer fan, Adam Stacy. What is up, guys? With us, we also have one of our Overflow team members and manager of our Bellingham location, Peter Jernberg. How is it going? Peter, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. First time here. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, we, uh, we uh, talked a little bit about you in the last podcast. Uh, <laughs> you weren't here, but we referred to you a lot as looking things up for us. So hopefully you're well-educated on these uh, two beers today as we are referring to you for all of our information. I hope so as well. <laughs> so, Peter, um, so how long have you been with Overflow? Give, give the listeners a little bit of a rundown of what it is that you do. And yeah, yeah. I here. have been with the company for a little over two years. Uh, managed our Barkley Village location for a little over a year. Celebrated our one-year anniversary this summer, which is awesome. Um, yeah, have a, a great experience. Uh, very excited to try out this beer we're thinking about today. A uh, little near and dear place to my heart. So nice, nice. Oh, so- really? <laughs> this this beer we're chasing. Uh, the beer we're tasting today. Oh yeah. Oh. oh, there's a story behind this. Oh, oh uh-huh. we'll, we'll get to it. I think yeah, in the tasting. I, I like it. I like it. I don't uh, know if I know what you guys are talking about. You guys are giving he, me a weird look right it's now. How he, I think it's how he found the beer. And yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. put someone else on this podcast. Let's just do it. Let's do it now. <laughs> what happened, Peter? How are you on this podcast today? So this beer has been around in the shop for almost as long as I've been uh, with Overflow Taps. So a little after I was hired on, this beer had appeared in the shop um, and then rediscovered maybe about six months later uh, on a little dusty cabinet while I was cleaning in in Linden. So <laughs> I, I think I messaged I think I messaged one of you guys with a picture of this beer saying for sale <laughs> or for <laughs> me. <laughs> so nice, nice. Very excited about this style. Uh, love stone brewing. Um, Brett IPAs were a little bit of a new thing for me. I didn't really know a lot about them or about Britannomyces um, as a yeast strain itself. So very excited to try this one. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so uh, to kind of bring this all back around, uh, we were at the Barky location and or our Bellingham location. And I'd mentioned to Peter that I was going to have a third person in on this podcast, but we normally do it on Fridays. He had to, you work tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, wait a minute. I'm the one who found that beer and put it in the fridge. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> do you work Thursday? Like, no, I don't. Like, All right. We'll see if we can get you in. So that's why you're here. I like it. And we like you. That's another reason why. Well, I'm going to yeah, backtrack a little bit. We got a little ahead of ourselves. So let's talk first about what's what's in our glass right now. What is in our glass right now? Do you know, Peter? Or did, did Adam poured it? So I don't even remember what it <laughs> I don't was. I where it's from, Scoop but the specific name. Yeah, this uh, is... Um, Triple double reverse IPA from Skookum Brewing. Is it a du- oh, it's a double. No, it's not. Oh, it, just the names kind of like. I messed up. Is that I an thought- Uno reference? Oh, it might be an Uno reference. It probably is an Uno reference. I didn't. It sounds I'm like not, it. I'm not Triple familiar. double reverse. That's, I don't know. I'm not uh, familiar with Uno. That's pretty good. That's a good catch. Ooh. <laughs> Adam just hit the table and almost spilled some beers. <laughs> so it starts. We're only half a beer down. 
nice sit on the end with the things in front of my legs. Yeah. So the the our podcast today isn't about this beer, but this is what's what's in our glass. Uh, should we do a little cheers, fellas? Yeah, cheers. Make, make a little noise. Cheers. Cool. This beer's pretty good. I mean, I don't like too too far too much into Skookum, but I do like uh their brewery. We've been there, right? You and I, Adam. Yep. Been there a couple yep. times, and they do a lot of hazies before hazies was the thing. And this is a pretty good beer. Pretty solid. Oh, oh, Adam. Yeah, as I'm looking at my notes here, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Adam. Adam, uh, you've been missing for <laughs> for this. There's, by the way, folks, there's a reason why we haven't had a, a podcast down in a little while. Adam's been a little MIA for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. going on in your life, man? Big news. Um, yeah, my wife and I welcomed a new baby. So all right, yeah, all right, congratulations, stuff. little boy, Jack. Jack, Jack James, right? Is that yep, what it is? That is it. I might have got that wrong. Jack James, <laughs> newest overflow yeah, taps awesome, member. It's coming busy for the last week. Yeah. I want to get, I, this doesn't have to go on the podcast, but the first thing that came to my mind was, so what was the uh, best thing about the, the delivery and the worst <laughs> thing about the delivery? Yeah, we'll say that for, we'll <laughs> yeah. say that for another time. Another day. Well, cool, man. It's been, I'm glad to have you back, but I'm happy for you guys. You yeah, know, that, that yeah. picture got posted up on uh, our work page of new newborn baby Jack and everyone's ooing and eyeing. And I, I show the picture to my wife, Lena, and oh, she's no. like, oh, Oh, he's so, so cute. Such a good looking baby. I was like, oh yeah, he's even smiling for the picture. And <laughs> Lena working in the hospital, it's like, yeah, that means he's passing gas. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it definitely does. That definitely yeah, means they're passing does. gas. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, yeah, we're coming off of, uh, well, I mean, I, I can't think of anything like kind of while you're away, but we are coming off a couple events. We had a pretty good event last night, just to kind of general catch up and stuff, but a wine event in Linden last night that went pretty well. Um, it was, it was kind of fun to sell some bottles of wine and, and, uh, um, uh, and connect with people that we haven't really connected with. Uh, usually we just focus on craft beer and, um, and so yeah, the wine thing last night went pretty well. And other than that, there's not a whole lot new on the, in the, in the tap house scene since you've been away, man. So yeah. welcome back. It's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's do this. That was easy. Yeah. So, get um, the beer. I'll run down and get the beer. Yeah. Yeah. You run down. Yeah, I got it. I'll introduce the beer so peter started touching on it a little bit ago but this beer is going to be an interesting one to try so the beer is actually stone enjoy after brett ipa and so i'm assuming that there's there's probably a a large amount of you out there that have seen the um the stone enjoy by ipas and the enjoy by is uh you know they they put a big date it's usually like a holiday christmas or or uh you know, like 4th of July or something like that on there. Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, they do one for Valentine's Day. And it's basically the date that they're trying to create a sense of urgency to try this beer while it's fresh. And so they slap the date, you know, they name the beer the date and try and get you to enjoy it fresh. So that's kind of where it started. Um, And I think those, I was looking those up. I think they started in 2012. Opa. So it wasn't going to blow up over here. Yeah. Fountain of Youth. Jesse's just popping it. So this one, um, after a couple years of doing the Enjoy by Stone actually created a Brett version of this beer called Enjoy After. And so this specific one is Enjoy After 1031, 2016. So it's a couple years past that. We just hit two years beyond that. And that uh, when I was looking at it, the, this beer was actually released in September of 2015. So they... Release it around October of 2015 and encourage you to sell it for at least one year and enjoy after, you know, Halloween 2016. So 
It's going to be fun. This definitely has some age on it. Those are beautiful pours, Jesse. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Yeah, so we all, yeah, we have kind of a spot under our bar where we store red wines and uh, this bottle got thrown down there and that's where it kind of got lost in the abyss for a couple years till Peter dug it back out. Oh, shnikes. All right. The enjoy after ten thirty one sixteen is that is that what I missed? Did I just missed that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so the beer has been introduced. So, what if if you're not familiar with the term Brett, we've probably touched on it a couple times here on the show, but uh, it's short for Britannomyces, um, which is a different strain of yeast than what is typically used in in beer, and it can create some interesting kind of wild earthy barnyard type flavors after um extended periods of time so this this one has definitely had that time so let's let's jump into this thing i like it i like the aroma on this it's smelling pretty good after yeah yeah it's definitely got a a strong brett aroma to it that you can definitely get that that funk that funkiness Mm -hmm. funky love there's like so it's got more of a like citrusy brett yeah. Flavor. Um, I'm not familiar. I can't remember which like Brett B or Brett C has that, but this one, like sometimes with bread, I get almost like there's kind of like offensive aromas, like like yeah, dirty yeah. diaper or, or yeah, things yeah. like that, where uh, you 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 know, you, it's descriptors you wouldn't necessarily think would be good in a beer, but this one um doesn't have that as much. It's a little I love bit how more you of can like say a dirty diaper bug. now because he has a child and probably has one of the diapers but the uh i do get a funkiness to the aroma the head on this is awesome it's just yeah. thick rich it's um, lingering yeah dense it's got very... a creamy, creamy dense head on it yeah and it's definitely lingering and you'd kind of expect that as it's as it's yeah. carbonating in the bottle really after this yeah all i'm really getting on the nose is like the brett mm-hmm. i'm not not getting too much like hop aroma which has probably mellowed out a lot over the last three years a little bit of the citrus aroma, a tiny bit of fruit. I like it. Yeah, I still get, this is kind of nice. I, I'm surprised at how good it is after this long. Uh, I, I think the bottle said something about, or the I think the website said you got to age it. You might have said this between 50 and 70. And it just happened to be in that spot at the tap house mm-hmm, where it just mm-hmm. stays that way the whole whole time. So we've legitimately accelerated this since we got it. I get, I get a, I definitely get a fruity funk in the taste. I'm very happy with how this is tasting. It's good. It yeah. tastes really nice. It's extremely effervescent in like a lot of carbonation on it from the bottle conditioning. Would you say dry, like dry mouthfeel almost? Dry? Very dry. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't, I mean. It's got a funky mouthfeel that lingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very, Yeah. I don't think if I was tasting this blind, I would, you know, associate it as an IPA. Yeah, <laughs> any, I was about means. to say that. But that's what you can kind of expect after. Yeah, with years. brute styles kind of coming into the the limelight with that very dry, bubbly mm-hmm. finish on an IPA with a slight citrus. It's almost what the mouthfeel feel mm-hmm. reminds me of. I agree. It's very bubbly. Not a lot of bitterness at all, and I I'm not sure if that's because of the bread or the age. It it's I mean I know that it had some hops I mean when they made it but I don't know how much of that's going to go away over time. Yeah, I, I mean it's definitely going to mellow out. And I don't, will you pass that bottle down here? Let's see what yeah, it says man, on there. Do that. 
Nice. I can nice. see really big on the back. Like it says, really? Cellar and IPA? Yes. <laughs> Love Stone, dude. Yeah. So typically, you know, mo- it's funny with, um, you know, now there's the whole kind of like, like I guess Stone actually kind of pioneered it in a way. I, I was just about to they jump did. to like the freshman movement, yep. freshness movement kind of thing. Yep. Where like with the enjoy buys, that that's really what that was, was mm-hmm. like trying to get people to understand that especially hoppy beers have a shelf life that is best enjoyed fresh. And now you have breweries like I'm thinking in town, like structures and wander mm-hmm. do a good job of like specialty can releases where they mm-hmm. basically like push everyone out the door that day with, with their beer to be consumed fresh. Yeah. And then this is like all wrong in yeah. that sense of like, it really let's take an IPA and age it for three years. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they've done a really good job, really good job on this beer. For sure. And this is a part of a series. So, I mean, we can expect to see this every year, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I don't... I'm no, sure. I don't think they actually do it anymore. Really? Uh, yeah, so they still... I know they. I know for a fact they still do enjoy buy, you know, the, the yeah. regular double yeah. IPA. But I was looking it up on their website. I think I actually have it pulled up. And they, like, list them all out. And the most recent one that I could find was um, 420-2017. This has been well over a year since... At least from what I've seen think they put an end to it. I'm going to open up Untapped real quick. I'm sure you're right, but man, I'd hate to... Are you looking it up? Yeah, I got my... Cool. Peter, look it up for us. Yeah, Peter. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> just kidding, he's, he's gonna, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I got it. I got it. We got Peter here. Filling my role dude. from last time. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it, man. My unspoken role. 420.17 is the, the latest one. What was the style for that one? Same thing. Bread IPA. They're all, they're, they're all the same. Um... It's just, yeah, it looks like they... So they didn't do anything in 2018? Interesting. No. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Ah, but they were doing like a few a year. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. For the Enjoy Afters? Yeah, here, okay. like, check this out. So, like, this is their website, too, and <laughs> oh, it has, like, them all pictured, and then, oh. like, like they're all in order of year, and let me quick pull up. Yeah, so while he's looking this up, uh, a couple of the... Uh, oh, he's pulled it up real quick. What do you got, man? What do you got? This doesn't need to go on the podcast. Sorry, I'm creating <laughs> editing work for you. Oh, oh you're fine. Um, this might be off the books, but you know how many times that that gets said and it just stays <laughs> on the books. This tastes very much like when we tasted Aslan's new saison. That was the the Justice Temple, one yeah. of their aged, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, aged Brett beers. Oh, that's definitely going on the podcast, man. You're crazy. I listened to a. Uh, short video on their website about this beer and it was talking about how this was create the whole beer was created around showcasing the Brett. And I know I remember Frank saying that mm-hmm. basically with that beer too. So mm-hmm. they've definitely probably used similar strains of Brett in them that once, you know, you give it this much time, it really kind of steals the show. Well, that was one of my favorite beers from last year. Yeah. That was a really good beer. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm actually a little, disappointed that we cracked this because it's really good and like what it, like it would i'd love to have like tyler matthias here because he's a huge you know this style of beer it's just like a couple people that we know that would love this beer yeah it's like and now this is i mean i'm sure you could probably find a bottle somewhere but it's like i don't know dude this thing's like three years old <laughs> yeah dude pan, like, ar- pan an arm and a leg <laughs> yeah and it's i think i saw it online for i think some people selling it for like 20 bucks like, oh, not probably get it. yeah like in the trading world i guess you could say but um, so some cool fun facts about about this brewery. The two owners, Steve and Greg, 
Uh, they met each other because I believe Steve was renting a room from Greg. They were both, I think, in the music industry. I think Steve was in a band and Greg had a studio. And that's how they met. But then they just kind of like didn't talk to each other for a few years and then saw each other at a uh, a sensory evaluation of beer at, um, I don't know, some college or something. I'm not sure where it was. And they're like, oh, I remember you. I remember you. And then for about three more years, they started just kind of talking about beer and, and just hanging out, kind of what we're doing right here, right now, actually, although there wasn't on the po- wasn't a podcast for it. And then they decided they wanted to start a brewery, and then Stone was born from that. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. Just just like life, just meeting people, and then all of a sudden, six years later, after you meet someone, just through time, you know, the world aligns, and wow. you're starting <laughs> one of the best breweries in the, the world. Yeah. And Stone, I mean, they're like, guy, they're everywhere when I was looking at their locations and stuff, I mean, they have so many breweries and stuff now. Did you? They're in Berlin now. I didn't want to jump to this too quick, but did you, haven't you been to this brewery? Is this one of your first ones? Wasn't there a brewery that got you into beer? Yeah, and it was in San Diego. So the very first brewery I went to is Ballast Point. um, And I, I believe I went to Stone while I was down there. I was trying to remember, I was like looking at pictures and stuff, trying to remember which one I went to then, way back then. But, uh, I did recently go back down to San Diego probably like two years ago with Bree, my wife, and we did a little like beercation down there. And we went to, um, uh, what was it called? Liberty Station, which was one of their brew pubs and restaurants and stuff. They have a bunch all around, but uh, it was huge, man. It was actually on the old, Jesse, you'll probably like this. It was on the old uh, like US Navy mess hall. Oh, that's right. That they like converted into like, they had like tons of different bars out outdoor seating they have like a pond like a little fish pond like with a bridge going through and like big bocce ball courts and they had a 10 barrel system there that they were doing like small test batches on and stuff like that too so there was like unique stone beers that you could only get there which is like pretty cool cool because i mean you're just not really finding that anymore but so what what adam's referring to with me liking that is i was in the in the navy so mess halls are Oh, uh, definitely a thing in my life. So yeah, <laughs> just uh, for reference, but, um, that's cool. That's really, really cool. Um, they opened in 1996, just for reference. They've been open a, quite, a, quite, yeah, a while, they, quite a while. They're definitely a pioneer of the craft beer movement. What I love about them is like, they're, they're def- they're a pioneer of the craft beer movement, but also like a pioneer of like, like flip the finger off to like big beer. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. seeing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how they are. Just like, yeah. we don't get, we don't care about you and. That's how they're, I think that's probably how they were founded was like, we're just getting tired of drinking this crap beer. Yeah. This happen. Yeah. But, I've noticed a lot of Greg coach has that mentality on yeah, a lot of things he does. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, uh, they actually filed a lawsuit this year, earlier this year, uh, yeah, against, uh, that. Miller Coors, mm-hmm. uh, because the Keystone, because of the Keystone light brand. So they were, uh, you know, you have stone brewing, but, uh, and you have Keystone light, but, they started featuring the word stone and less of the word key in their canning. And then like all their promotional materials was material was around like stone this. Yeah, like like, like grab a stone. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like that. Stone. Yeah. You know big, what I'm saying? Big blue letters on the side of the cans. Yeah. 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 And then like if you're if you're placing them, depending on where you're placing them in the store, a, a consumer might get confused and actually grab a can. You never know what's actually gonna happen, you know. Right. Hopefully right. at the opposite end of the aisle, but yeah. <laughs> you never yeah. know. Yeah, in the back, in the bathroom somewhere. Yeah, um, so that's kind of interesting. You don't see that too often. I don't know. I, I remember about that it. they Greg did a video, 
And like, it was pretty entertaining talking about like why and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of cool because there's a lot of lawsuits going on in the beer industry and Mm -hmm. stuff. And most of them are like not really valid in my opinion on on certain things. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. I I liked how they they handled the PR around it. So uh, while I was grabbing this beer out of the fridge, uh, there was another Brett beer hiding down in there from Atwood Ale. Should I go grab it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Right. I think so. You guys are going to talk crap about me while I'm gone, are you? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe. Yeah. I'll talk about that. I'll, I'll give that right, beer cool. a little give introduction. Give them some love. All right. I'll be right back. Actually, Peter, do you remember, I think we were talking about this a second ago, was it from their anniversary party? It was. It was their first were year. You still, were you working in Linden then? Yep. Okay. Yep. That was, I've been that there was pre for a little Barclay bit. Village. Uh, very pre Barkley Village location. Uh, first year anniversary party with Atwood Ales, which is actually the first time I met the, the Atwood Ales crew. Cool. I'd yeah. heard a lot of uh, banter and um, good communication from from you guys talking about yeah, them. Yeah, super good and, people. Shout out to Josh, Monica. Oh, yeah. but uh, Big fans. Yeah, so we did, we actually had the honor of um, hosting their first year anniversary party at Overflow Taps in, in Linden. And uh, they brought up a ton of really good beers for that. And they uh, they gifted us some bottles of, and we might have sold some there too. Now it's been a couple we did we did uh, we did glass pours yeah of glass pours of, of it's actually Moe's saison one of their flagship beers spiked uh, with Brett Brett version of it. So mm-hmm. this one um, the date on the cap was nine nine twenty six two thousand sixteen. So another two year old Brett beer. So two year old beer a little different to, than this stone. The stone it said was. From 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that one was three years, I guess. Yeah. It'd be interesting to taste the two different styles, a Brett IPA versus a, I think what we all know, the most of the tasting notes for a Brett Saison being very familiar. Yeah. And there it is. Big old Atwood Ales logo. I'm the only one in here wearing shoes in Jesse's house. I'm so sorry. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in denial, still rolling in flip flops because it's sunny out, even though it's pretty cold. Dude, it was cold 27 out there. degrees <laughs> this morning. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I have one of those Urban Family crystal glasses in my house. That is my favorite glass. Yeah, I have one as well. <laughs> no, I, uh, oh, I, I thought would, I did too. I would cry. I realized I had like a really nice frame glass. I, I can't remember what it was like, just a tulip or something, but I really like that one too. And for the longest time, I thought I broke the Urban Family one, but I, then I remembered I actually broke the frame one and found when I found the Urban Family one, like way in the back of my cupboard. Yeah, it was a good day. Do the Seahawks play tonight or next Thursday? They must next, be next Thursday, Thursday yeah. Must be the Rams on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Smoking some ribs this weekend. Hoo-hoo. Brother's coming into town. He's a Rams fan. So, what time what should lunch? I get here? One, uh, one o'clock, <laughs> dog. There'll be plenty of ribs. Um, Cool. So I just got back up from uh, pouring this beer, and you guys, it sounded like you guys talked about the brewery and the one-year anniversary party and all we that did, good stuff. We did, we did. Cool. So, uh, yeah, this is a Saison. Let's uh, let's see what we get here. Mm, cheers. Well, man, all this electronics. I'm worried about spilling my beer. There's a lot of open beers on this table. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. I think this is what people think we do for a living. <laughs> We just podcast all the time and drink beer. <laughs> Dude, right off the bat, I get a lot more 
not like a blue bubble gum, but like a sweet, sweet bubble gum. Yeah. In the aroma. That's a good pickup. Mm-hmm. That's a really mm-hmm. good pickup. Yeah, the Brett is a little more um, mild, maybe is the right word, where I'm I'm definitely picking up some maltiness and some other, you know, you still can get, I think that's probably that kind of Belgian yeast that's giving it some of that, that bubble gum smell. Yeah, this is, I'm really digging this. Uh, I'm getting, uh, actually, I just grabbed the bottle, and that's what kind of made me think of this. Is I am smelling a little bit of spice in here. I don't know what it is. You get like a, some kind of spice. I hope, I'm hoping I get it in the taste. Yeah, I think that's that kind of, you know, traditional Belgian spiciness you get in, on that Saison strain. Definitely different than the IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- this is a little more malty. I think you said that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's definitely got a lot of the um, the Saison characteristic left. It's not as like... Um, bready? Yeah, br- bready as the, yeah. Uh, I was expecting it to be. Like B-R-E-T-T, bretty. Um, the colors are way different in these beers. I mean, while we're, while we're drinking, I might as well kind of compare a little bit. The other, yeah. the other one, uh, the stone's a little bit more golden in color, would you say? And this one's almost like amberish ish mm-hmm. light amber, yeah. like copper, copper maybe ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's cool about this brewery and I'm just going to read this off the label. This is, it says a beer for my beauty wife. I wonder if they meant to say that. Beautiful seems like it'd probably be a little, uh, <laughs> who likes to keep light and refreshing saisons with mild, spice and fruit character stocked in our fridge this seasonally influenced saison features rotating ingredients grown here on our farm it's 5.8 percent alcohol what was the percentage of the stone uh right there um seven seven percent yeah seven percent alcohol uh says for the hops on this it says farm grown i don't even know how to pronounce this i'm gonna hand it to adam because i'm horrible at grammar what am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a hop thing at the like right over here on the bottom, like description. Oh, tetanang, tetanang, uh-huh. tetanang hops. Yep. Peter, what are those, man? Look it up real quick, man. <laughs> we saw those actually. Uh, like Google search. We just did the the brewery tour out there with the members. Yeah. Um, last tet-nang. month. Well, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, yeah, they it's had... just a varietal that they're growing out there. They're growing quite a few now. I think. Yeah. I think they were doing like three or four. But that was cool. Were you there? Tetanang's like I a was mo- not there more of year. a mild hop that you're gonna find in like saisons and things like that. Not gotcha. not in an IPA gotcha. or like a real hot forward beer. Yeah, that members event there at at Atwood Ales was really fun. Got to see the farm a little bit. Um, I had never been back there and seen that, and the really tiny brewery. Um, it yeah, was cool. But they're, a lot they're of their own a lot. Yeah, ingredients for the beers and things like that. It's it's cool. True, true farm brewery. By the way, since uh, we're talking about Atwood Ales, you mentioned, Peter, that you're headed to Drayton Harbor Oyster Company. There's a little plug for those guys that they didn't know was coming. Uh, oh, yeah. You're heading there tonight, yeah? Don't tell my wife. It's a secret. Uh, well, this won't be out in time, so you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the reason why I went... Here's a little fun fact. The reason why I went to Drayton Harbor Oyster Company is because they had a beer there from Atwood Ales that you that you couldn't really get anywhere else. And so I went fantastic. Yeah. I went there to get the beer and then I don't, I didn't, by the way, I didn't even like oysters. Neither did Kristen. We go there. It was kind of their unofficial tasting room for oh yeah a while at yep. the beginning, wasn't it? Yep, like, was like they featured a lot of their beers. They featured at first. Y- oh yeah. yeah, and and that would make that oyster stout. Yep, that they, they made with the oyster stout. stout. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, too. and uh, we were there, and well, he treated us like people, like we would treat people who have never had craft beer. So it's like, meh. 
like, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this. Like, well, give it a try, you know, and then you just kind of try. He's like, it's the same as craft beer. People, some people come in here and they don't, they're not sure, you know, not quite sure. We taste them on it. And then all of a sudden they have one and all of a sudden they grows on them. We had the best oysters I've ever had in my life. I like, I grew up by the water cooking oysters and stuff. And what, I mean, as a kid was just not into it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, those are mostly raw half shells, right? Yeah. <laughs> Slip them down. Ugh. The first time, that Drayton came, they did, they've done some events with us yep, now too. Yeah. And, uh, the first one I was like, oh man, I don't know. And you, I remember Jesse, you convinced me to, to try one and it was like Parmesan or something on it. Yeah. Barbecue uh, oysters. Yep. And, uh, oh man. Oh yeah, dude. It was good. Yeah. Was I game, still remember, game changer. Yeah. uh, Josh Duggan from our linen shop was like at the last one, I think he put down like 40. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, dude, he, he had a pile, man. <laughs> He had a pile of those oysters. Yeah. Don't get him started on that. Yeah, yeah. So when you go there today, Peter, uh, definitely wear overflow gear. And then <laughs> also, uh, when you order uh, raw and barbecued when you go there, you got to get them both. You got to get them both. This is barbecue. Well, Lena will take care of the, the raw ones. I'll take the, the you don't barbecue. Like, you don't like raw ones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta try, I've, bro. I've tried it. I've thing, tried man. it. You got to try it. You got to try theirs. I didn't like raw either until I went to theirs. Maybe I'll try Wait, theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Just try one. Just try one. Anyway, so that's my that's my little my little plug for Drayton Harbor for right. no reason. But I'm excited to see it. I haven't been out there before, but if they got Atwood beer, I mean, well, cool. Sweet. Should we, should I want to wrap this thing up. I do, a, but I want to keep shooting the shit and drinking beer. This is fabulous. I know we need to, we need to quick take a pause and go get some more beer and come back and do another <laughs> one. Yeah, we do have some gluten free beers downstairs, but that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. I'm not prepared another for day. that one yet. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Um, we don't talk about anything going on at Overflow. Peter, uh, we, we had an event going on. Uh, let's see, I'm going to release this probably within the next 48 hours. So um, uh, what do we got going on next week for your location? Oh, next week we got a few things. Uh, you know, Sundays are a big day in, mm-hmm. in Barkley Overflow. We got uh, the Seahawks taking on the Rams on Sunday. We got our great clock mimosa flights going yeah. out there. Um, another really cool event that I'm looking forward to. I think my wife might look forward to this more than me, uh, <laughs> is our wine and dessert night. Cool. With a great company in Bellingham. Do you remember the name Jesse of that dessert yeah. place? That's, yeah, that's hosting Ant- antler bakery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some yep. of the, some of the most oh, unique man. desserts I've ever had. They're doing one. Um, I'm going to plug the beer side too. Cause I'm excited about this one. Uh, they're doing the like cupcake in, uh, infused with some Porter that we're going to pair up. Mm-hmm. Um, that that'll be fun too so yeah this event there'll be, a, there'll be yeah. a little beer side of it too i'm digging it this event he's talking about is uh november 13th that's a tuesday uh at 6 p.m at our barkley village location are you gonna be there peter i will be are you working it oh yeah all right all right it should be a good good time so yeah we do have wine at the tap house locations come and get some what else you got man is that is that is that up for your for, is, it, is that it for events I think that's is, it. For oh wait, is the yeah. Dip a Day Tap takeover over at your location? That's not this next week. I think it is, man. I think it's Saturday the seventeenth at five p.m. Oh man, it's coming up. Dip a Day. So Dip a Day, I and mean, we might as well just throw some events in here. This is our. Is oh, our Dip a Day th- is on the seventeenth. Yeah, is this our third annual? Yes, it yeah. is. This is the third time we've done Dip a Day. It was kind of like our spinoff. We got the idea from, you know, National IPA Day, I think, or something like that. And no one around here was doing a dip a day, probably because everyone would just get drunk, right? Like, that'd probably be the fear. But, yeah. But, I mean, it's been Why super not? successful. Like, that day has been really, really, really rad. So, it started off in, um, I think we did the, both the last years in Linden, right? And mm-hmm. this is the first time mm-hmm. it's in Berkeley. Yep. 
Barkley wasn't around for the first two, I, uh, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did dip, dip a day early last year. Yeah. So for those who don't know, maybe dip double IPA day, basically. Depending on how it goes. Yeah. And feel free to edit this out, but I'm thinking it might make a road show up to Linden. Oh yeah. Oh what? Wait, what'd you what? say? I think a dip a day might make a road show an uh, appearance up to Linden. Wait, I understand what you mean. Was um, mean? Instead of featuring it at Barkley? No, like it, depending on how it goes in Barkley, we might have another one. Second, oh, oh a second yeah. one. Yeah, there we go. I'm <laughs> I down like with that. that. Yeah. See, at do first you, I thought we were not sure if we were going to do dip a day uh, this early. No, we're trying we to did. give you some love, Peter. You know, we're trying to give trying to give your location oh, some love. I just think we didn't have enough double IPAs to put on the menu. Oh no, I got it. I got I got some coming in. Oh, good. Well, That's good. let's like give me one. Give me one you have that like if someone all hears right, this, they're right, like, oh, right. I would love to have that IPA. This one I just actually lined up today. Um, shout out to my homeboy Yuji at Orcus. He Yuji. got us a Urban Family and Fieldwork collab. Do you guys know Fieldwork? Yeah, yeah. they're like out of uh, mm-hmm. Berkeley, California. Yeah. Like. Their, their cans look money. They're dude. freaking cool. I follow their Instagram and stuff, and like keep keep my t- you know tabs on them. And I've never had any of their beer because they they don't yeah. distribute up here. But yeah. uh, they're like they're killing it. And so we got a hazy double IPA collab from Urban Family and Fieldwork. That oh, that makes me really so sick. happy. Oh, man. So yeah, that's probably that's, that's a good one. That's one that I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah, the rest t- to be determined. Yeah, yeah. Urban Family Sneak is peak. a yeah. Charity Pints members, so they donate five cents a pint for every one of their pints sold at an overflow taps location mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, help mm-hmm. solve the global water crisis. So I'm happy you brought. Is it okay in. to have two urban families? Because I actually already had an urban yeah, family <laughs> chain line collab one <laughs> yeah. that I was going to put I on there, so. but uh, this one came so. up and I couldn't say no. So you see chain line? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So the, there might be they might make two appearances. We'll see how it goes. How many times do you not say no when you order beer? Because like the coolers right now. I mean, the last like month, they've just been jam packed with beer. Our parts only looks more yeah. like a jungle gym than a cooler. Because <laughs> Angela yeah. makes me order beer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's those fresh sheets I'm talking about. Yeah, these coolers, man. It's like when I open them up now, it's just crazy how much beer is. And that's a good sign. I mean, if we got a lot of beer in there, that means we're doing all right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Keep doing it. Keep crushing it. Do you want to lead this into the top three beers, Adam? What do we got? Yeah, all right, man. So, are we gonna rotate this time? Last time, I think I just took over, like yeah, I normally do. Yeah. yeah, like I just did right there. Let's let's rotate around the table. Okay. So we're gonna Start we're gonna three. wrap this one in, in no particular order. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. We're gonna we're gonna end this same as our last podcast, a new tradition. We're starting with our top three beers of the week, and it, and these are not necessarily what we're considering the best beer, but just like the most memorable or or the you know the beers that that jump to mind too. So. Peter, kick us off. What's some beer you're enjoying this week? Oh, man. Well, we had a, a killer week in Barkley uh, this past week. We had Ecliptic's mm, fifth I was super year anniversary party at our Barkley location. Oh, it's yeah. Great beer on tap. One of which is going to make my top three beers of the week list being the Hazy Pineapple Double IPA mm. collaboration between Ecliptic and Modern Times. Nice. Brewing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. killer IPA. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Modern, a good one. I mean, those, uh, those, I'm a big fan of those two breweries. Oh, yeah. Dude, aren't you working, at, are we going to get a Modern Times tap takeover soon? Uh, yeah. I like that. Let's do that. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> I like that. Just confident. Just confident. That's yeah, a good I'll make beer, that happen. Man. That's a good beer. Uh, I have uh, Wander Brewing released 
uh, Stratus Fog Pale Ale, and uh, mm. I really, really I liked. Yeah, that beer. we have it on tap at uh, one of the locations. Yeah, right? yeah, I had a Tico of that last night. That was yeah, fantastic. That's a really, really good beer. Nice. Like those are the beers that I want to get at like in Bellingham for the local breweries. Like a beer like that, you know. Yeah, we can't always feature all the local stuff, but at that location anyway. But that's a good one. Yeah, fun one, Knox. Um, I'm gonna start mine with uh Cricket Stave Trellis Buster. Oh yeah, double dude. IPA. Ooh, yeah. Jesse. Went to you went when was that like a year yeah, ago a or so? You ago. went to Denver. Yep, and uh, he came back and he. I remember you were telling me like we need to get this beer. And yeah, I, I've been like hunting it for mm-hmm. a while, and it was just we even were trying to go direct with Cricket Steve to yep. like get some special shipment up, yep. and just never panned out. And then I was actually in the food co-op the other week and uh, saw a can. I was like, I immediately hit up. Yeah, our rep and said yeah. like, "Can I get this?" And they said, "Oh, no kegs, cans only." So <laughs> can I get a lot of them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, just grabbed, <laughs> I just grabbed some cans. So yeah, that's yeah. A, have you had that yet? Peter? That was a good beer. I had. I okay, took. I, I got say. two cans from the tap house. And cool. Enjoy them both. Oh yeah, it's pretty good beer. I, yeah. Um, the crazy thing about that brewery is, and the the reason why I was so hot on it when I came back was. Over here, they're really known for the sours and stuff and stuff and stuff like yeah, that. They're not known exactly. for their IPAs. Yep. And it's funny because it now, ironically enough, I'm remembering we tried super hard to get it for Dip a Day last yes, year. That's exactly what we did. We tried <laughs> to get one keg for Dip a Day. Yeah. And they're like, uh, that's not how it works. Yeah, like, we just couldn't get it. No, like we deliver like twice a year or something on like kegs or yeah, something. Yeah, they're trying to like they're that. trying to send some more up. I, cool. I've had Von Pilsner. Their Pilsner is good beer too, but not to get too too yeah. far off. I like it. What else, Peter? What else have you been enjoying, man? Oh, uh, it's actually at the Tap House in Bellingham right now. Uh, one of my favorite winter releases uh, comes out of Freem, Hood River, Oregon. One of my favorite breweries uh, released their winter ale. Mm, Super Freem. tasty, very piney, crisp, prominently hoppy. Uh, tastes a little bit like an IPA um, for those that are more familiar with winter ales being very chocolatey, caramel notes, uh, very thick, almost like a stout. Uh, this one is is crisp, lighter, and oh, it's, yeah, it's delicious. Tastes like disappoints. a cold, cold, piney winter day. So that's, that's going to be my number two. Winter yeah, like I'm super down with this. Uh, like this year, I think more than most, I'm ready for dark beers. So we had our podcast where we drank a couple dark beers and they were phenomenal. And then, um, yeah, and I had the Kitmans at the Tap House mm-hmm. and the Barrel Age Kitmans, which is from Colchon Brewing here yeah. in Bellingham, Washington. And I'm starting. Kitmans f- is my second starting second beer oh, on my it? list. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you might as well. Uh, That's one I had this yeah. week. And cool. I, I love that beer, man. That's one I look forward to every year from them. So for me, I would say, and I was I was kind of waiting. T- I'm 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 glad we do this because uh, it just reminded me of a beer I had uh, a couple days ago. I was at Dickerson tasting the wines for the mm-hmm. wine event last night, and uh, which you know is kind of how it goes. It's like twenty wines and like eight beers, and you're feeling pretty good when you yeah, leave there. You go for a wine tasting and end up yeah drinking a bunch of beers, yeah, and leaving <laughs> with a bunch of beers. But the uh, I and again, I don't know if I'm going to put this on the podcast. We'll see what happens in this conversation. But Scuttlebutt Brewing Company, I I just have not had a lot of beer there that I love. It's just for some reason, I can't tell you why. I just have not really liked a lot of their beers. And recently, the there's a new brewer, I think in the last like year or so, who's who's taken over brewing operations there. And they're starting to kind of shift. 
and so they released a, I wanted to tell you this, so maybe we could get it on tap. It's a mosaic, mosaic IPA. Mm. Um, and, and I saw the can, it's a different kind of branded can. I, I liked it. It's funny that you're talking about someone interrupt real quick. Yeah. Cause like I'm living out in Everson now and yeah. like I just went and bought some beer from the store the other day and I ended up getting scuttlebutt super randomly. <laughs> Was but it that can? Which like it, was, was, can? It, it was their double IPA. Okay. I don't even, Optimus or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that beer was. I was. I tasted it with the you know impression internally that it wasn't going to be very good. It still had Scuttlebutt's like flavor to it, almost like I think it might be their yeast strain that's very similar in a lot of their beers. But it was like, ooh, this is a change in oh, a positive direction. Well, dude, they're that's it. You that's know what it. they're doing? They're using Blind Tiger now. Oh, for their branding. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Everyone's That's using a Blind Tiger. Can. Dude, they position themselves to win. Yeah. It's like Blind Tiger in the merch in the merch part of the business. I feel like it's Blind Tiger in like branding the cans and then like decidual for branding like people's merch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of crazy, but Blind Tiger definitely has done a good job on a lot of people's stuff. Do you have you heard of that company before, Peter? I have. Uh, Maybe who's like other? Rubens and uh, like oh man, Black Raven. that was that new uh, that Crush oh, can. That was their can. That was great. Here's yeah. their Instagram. So they do all like Ruben stuff. This is Bale Breakers, like collab with Modern Times. I they mean, do, yeah. dude. Um, they're killing it. Scuttlebutt, Black Raven. We actually Rubens. called them. We actually got a hold Hale, of them when we started. Hales, Hales is a huge mm-hmm. rebrand improvement. Mm-hmm. Those guys are looking really nice. But yeah. Yeah, they're killing it. So that Scuttlebutt, yeah, that Mosaic IPA. I'm like a huge Mosaic fan, so if it says Mosaic on the can, I'm using it. Like, no it's kind of unlike Scuttlebutt to do a Mosaic. That's what I'm saying. Or I have no idea if that's even a true statement, but because you said it, it probably is, you know? <laughs> like I, I've never I've never seen him. Yeah. So the funny thing is the guy that gave me the beer at the, uh, it was actually Jason Harper, he gave me the beat the beer, and he was wearing a scuttlebutt shirt, you know. And I I didn't realize it at first, but I'm like I don't really like anything. I was gonna da, 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 and I cracked it open. I was like, oh, hey, all right. So anyway, just a beer to keep in mind is that beer. Is it called Mosaic IPA? That's what I think it's called. So I'll find it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Man. You know, scuttlebutt was actually one of the first breweries that got me into craft beer. What? This was uh, this I've was been three, to scuttlebutt three, too. four yeah. cool years ago. Um. Got a job uh, before even Overflow. Um, we're, serving, not, we're not your first job? Serving, <laughs> mm-hmm. serving at a Anthony's out on the harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, great place. And they have um, a signature Scuttlebutt pale ale that Scuttlebutt exclusively brews for Anthony's restaurants. That's a good beer. I used to go there a lot f- for like their happy hour and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was always my beer of choice there. Yeah, I agree. That's a good beer. So I have a question about that. So one of the things that I think a lot of businesses are moving to is in retail is kind of like um, creating your own branded stuff. So is that beer at at Anthony's branded as an Anthony's beer? Yes. Yeah. I I've now yes and no. Okay. It's still Scuttlebutt. Okay. But it's called like Anthony's Pale Ale or something, right? Am I am I correct uh, in that? Yeah, yeah. I think you're so right. They're not calling it like. Anthony's oh no! It is not an Brewing Anthony's Pale Ale or something okay. like that. Okay. They're, they're it's like on Scuttlebutt the Brewing, okay. Yeah, okay. Anthony's Pale Ale, cool. or something cool. similar. I, I can't remember the exact okay. name. I don't even know if they go as far as saying Anthony's. But it's Pale clearly Ale. it's clearly marked as a Scuttlebutt okay. beer. Okay, so it's not like what uh, Coconut Kenny's is doing because they have some beer that's no. Coconut Kenny's. Oh that's no, made no, no. By, is it Anacortis? Anacortis. There you go. And that's okay. more like contract brewed stuff. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Like they created private private label, like Trader Joe's. Yeah, private sure. label yeah. is kind of what I was what I was getting at. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Creating like a private label, but anyway, that's cool. That's really really cool. All right, what's uh uh Adam? What's your or Peter? Peter, what's your next beer? <laughs> Are we on number <laughs> one already? Number three. three. Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Oh man. <laughs> This is why I like the, the, the kind of this is I like this format. It's a little unscripted, chilling out, hanging out. This is great. Hopefully, our I'll, listeners. Like I'm gonna. It too. I'm, I'll jump in while you cool. think of it, Peter. I'm gonna go with this Skookum beer as my number three. It's good. I, I really like it. Yeah. And, and like, I might still sit in there. I want to drink it. Yeah, I'm. I'm cruising through it, man. Right. Should join me. It's a good beer. I do like this Skookum one too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get some of those gulps on the mic? <laughs> yeah, I think I probably did. I just took like three big gulps of this beer. It's really good. Um, I'm trying to think of my number three. Uh, I like that we do this. As we release these podcasts, so we're trying to make these weekly for you guys. Uh, it's kind of the feedback we've been getting is try to is try to do more. We want to do more. Um, it, it helps me to, to keep track of the beers that I'm actually drinking. Um, so let me think and... This is see now. Why, why I think I get to cut it all out, so mm-hmm. they don't know I'm thinking. So Adam's <laughs> thinking. You're oh, Adam said the the hazy IPA yeah. from Skookum. Yeah. I went in reverse order. I went my number three, number two, and now my number one choice for this week. And number one falls into a cellar beer that I had been holding on to it for a little bit. Got it from my uh, my homeboy Andrew Mao. Gave me this bottle of beer. That a boy, Andrew. And this was an event that Colshan hosted at their location, and they oh. gave out specialty bottles of one of their aged barley wines. It was a Colshan barley wine. I think it was 2017s. And you just had this recently. Just had it. Yep. Oh, I remember man. when we went. Yeah, saved it for about ago, a year. They yeah. did that barrel aged lineup, yeah. and we went and had that on tab. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a foggy night. Yep, that's a good beer. Yeah, it was. It Did was you like good. It? I, I loved it. It's a great barrel age program. I think it's, it's, under, it's underrated. Yeah, it is it's underrated. Yeah, and like their kittens, their yeah. barrel age kittens is what I'm talking about. Is that was good. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So you did like that beer? That was that was. Uh, yep. You cracked it and boom, cracked it. I think it was about a year old. That takes my my number one spot. Yeah, and Andrew Mao is a very very loyal uh, Overflow Taps fan. He's been there since day one. What yeah. up, Andrew? What up, Andrew? He's a good dude. Dallas Cowboys fan, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, go Hawks. I got Zeke on my team, so I cheer, cheer him on every <laughs> once in a while on my fantasy. How are you doing on fantasy this year, Adam? Not too bad. Yeah? Hanging in there. Everyone's hanging, hanging in, there. in there right now. I got to come up with my third beer. I want to think about this for a second. I mean, can I can I do a wine? Yeah, that's... I would love to, because I did a... I did a do I, you have a good wine? Yeah, the Freya freaking uh, Pinot that I had last Ooh, night at the, the event. Pinot Noir. It was really, really good, and you can't get it at stores. So like you might be able to get, it. I think you could get it at Simiamu, and there might be one other place you can get it, but it's not a store wine. And so we have it. Did try that? Yeah, that's a good wine. Yeah. So it was that 2013 bottle? Yeah, there. Yeah, that was at the shop. Yeah. As soon as they told me that it, you couldn't get it in a store, I was like, mm, I'll take that, please. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Adam with cakes. You can't get this anywhere else. Yeah. That's <laughs> All right, the, I'll take ten. That's why the fridge is. That's why the fridge <laughs> is full. Uh, anyway, so I'll I'll bail out. I'll bail myself out, and I'll pick a wine this week because I didn't keep track of the beers I was drinking. But anyway, so Freya. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. All right. We're wrapping this up. Uh, gentlemen, this was awesome. Peter, how was your first podcast? Oh, it was fantastic. Super happy to be on here. Cool. Been uh, listening to your guys' podcast, but yeah, super happy to jump on this one, especially for the stone beer. That's a, yeah. 
That was a, a memorable beer. It's been looking at that thing for the past two years sitting there on the shelf. So <laughs> doesn't it doesn't it feel like he's a, he's a little bit more natural at it than we were the first couple? I'm serious. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think you're a little bit more of a natural at the, uh, the oh podcasting. in front of the mic. Yeah, oh, in front of the mic. Great. Always got to get you up on the stage more. Uh, so cheers, fellas, uh, to uh, drinking these wonderful beers. Cheers. cheers. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Adam and I truly do appreciate it. We own a social good tap house up here in the Pacific Northwest that donates 25 cents a pint to charities that provide access to clean drinking water in developing countries. And so we started this podcast to just connect with more people and hopefully spread more awareness for our mission. Again, thank you so much for listening.